This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, on Monday, which also happens to mark Waitangi Day public holiday, the Dunedin Chinese Garden will host Chinese New Year celebrations in what's become a really popular event annually. Joining me to talk about what's in store as we see in the Year of the Monkey is Dunedin Chinese Garden Visitor Service Officer Kate Waterman. Good to have you on the show. Kate, thanks for joining us on this beautiful day in Dunedin City. Hi Jeff, lovely to be back. You'll be hoping it's a day like this on Monday. Absolutely will. That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Now, the history around uh, Chinese New Year's, it's quite complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I did a bit of Googling. Uh, But in essence, what are we traditionally celebrating at this time of year? Well, Chinese New Year is really about bringing in the New Year. Um, As you know, the Chinese follow the lunar calendar, so it's bringing in the the second new moon um, after the winter solstice and Chinese New New Year celebrations go for a period of 15 days and on that 15th day um, under the Chinese New Year comes Lantern Festival and that's when traditionally um, it brings in spring and it's a time for family reunion. Lovely time to be celebrating in this part of the world, that's for sure. Um, I've been uh, I've been Googling, and it's quite interesting to, to look at the origins of the Chinese New Year, at least according to what they say on Google and Wikipedia and all that kind of thing. According to tales and legends, this is what they say, the beginning of the Chinese New Year started <coughs> excuse me, with a mythical beast called the Nian. Is that right? Yeah, I, yeah it is. The, <laughs> Nian, I read well. the Nian would eat villagers, especially children. <laughs> Somewhat concerning, but... <laughs> To protect themselves, the villagers would put food in front of their doors at the beginning of every new year. It was believed that after the Nian uh, ate the food they prepared, it wouldn't attack any more people. One day, a villager decided to get revenge on the Nian. A god visited him and told him to put red paper on his house and to place firecrackers. The villagers then understood that the Nian was afraid of the colour red. So that would account for a lot of the colour that we see traditionally in the Chinese New Year celebrations. Correct, yeah. And so red is just a very um, good, it symbolises good luck. And And you'll see also around the garden we've got lots of um, couplets and little um, good luck characters and symbols. That's everywhere around the garden. And um, people put those outside their houses for wealth and good luck and just abundance in life. I guess it would also account for the fact that we it all culminates with a wonderful fireworks display as well. Absolutely. Which really is, it's probably the fireworks display uh, of the year in Dunedin. It's always worth <laughs> uh, staying around for the evening for. Um, <clears throat> it's one of the significant festival times for the Dunedin Chinese Garden, obviously. Aside from the events on Monday that we'll talk about in a moment, are there other activities around Chinese New Year at the garden as well? There are. This year we've got, um, as I mentioned earlier, we've got Chinese Lantern Festival. And this time we're doing it in um, a separate kind of, we're doing it on the 20th. Saturday the 20th of February is when um, Lantern Festival is happening. And during that day at the garden we've got a series of workshops that people can sign up to. And um, we've got, would you, can I tell you about them now? Yes, sure. Right. Um, we've got, to start the day off, we've got Cooking Up a Storm. So two of our staff will be 
um, teaching visitors how to make dumplings, which are very popular food around festival time. Mm. And, well, any time. Well, yes, any time, <laughs> but particularly festivals. And um, you can go away learning some tips about how to make dumplings and tips for other Chinese dishes. So that is from 10.30 to 12 in our tea house, and bookings are essential for that. And that's $10 to cover just the material costs. And then after that, we've got a garden tour. So this is, if you're... If you've never been to the Chinese Garden and you're thinking, what's the Chinese Garden doing in Dunedin? What's the significance? This is absolutely for you. This is a free tour and you meet in um, the Ting Pavilion, which is on the zigzag bridge. And that's from 11.30 to 12.30. And that's with um, Malcolm Wong, who is the chair of the Dunedin Chinese Garden Trust. And he's fantastic. He gives fantastic tours and will really explain to you why the Chinese Garden is there for Dunedin. And then next we've got the calligraphy workshop, and that is free. That's up in our tower room, so you can try try a brush stroke or two and learn how to write lucky messages for the new year if you want to write a lucky message for a friend or family member. And then after that, it's a, it's a packed day, Jeff. We've got um, a traditional tea ceremony, which one of our staff members will be um, going through the processes of washing the tea leaves and how you get from that process to when you're actually drinking and tasting the tea. And that is free. That's from 2 to 2.30 in our tea house. And that's um, you'll have the opportunity to taste some of the variety of teas that we offer. And then particularly for the kids, um, for four to eight-year-olds, we've got a monkey lantern workshop. As you mentioned, it's the year of the monkey. So you get the chance to make a little fun lantern and take away with you. Um, that is from... 2.30 to 3.30, and it's $5 to cover the material co- material costs. And then to end the evening, we've got a very special event which we haven't done before, and it's called Midsummer Music at the Garden. So this is a will be to conclude um, Lantern Festival celebrations from 7 till 9 p.m., and we've got the local Dunedin Chinese Art Instrument Association um, playing traditional Chinese music throughout the night, and the idea is for people to mix and mingle, enjoy some Chinese nibbles and just really soak up the, the music in the garden. So that is, tickets are $30 and that includes a, um, a drink on arrival and nibbles throughout the night. That will be a very special event. It will be spectacular. So this is all on the 20th of It is. February. It's a, this is all to mark, um, all those workshops I mentioned are to mark the Lantern Festival. Yeah. And don't worry if you didn't catch the times because all the information is on the Dunedin Chinese Garden website and it's some of them um, are essential for booking so do make sure you don't miss out with well, those. Good that you've given us a heads up about that Kate um, but if, before that of course Monday Absolutely that's of, coming up first all of, the, all of the celebrations around the Chinese year, uh, New Year on Monday so what is planned for the day? Well we always start the um, it really kicks off at about quarter to seven from the octagon and that's when we do a big a dragon parade through the octagon and they make their way down um, down to the Chinese garden and they they kind of, um, I guess, get the performances, performances going and really start the New Year celebrations. And then from about 7 right through to 10 um, is when we've got just an array of performances throughout the night. We've got taiko, Japanese drummers, we've got West African drummers, um, Indian dance groups. We've just got a fan, it's a fantastic cultural blend for that. Um, that one night there, and it's 
wonderful to see um, community groups coming together. Traditionally a big turnout uh, too. Absolutely. And uh, over the years you've learned lessons about uh, about uh, keeping everybody happy through the night. And uh, last year I know there were plenty of good food and uh, refreshment stalls around, so yes, they'll still are. be on hand. Yeah, there, yeah, there are. There are over, I think we've got about 12 or more um, different types of food stalls to try out over the night there. So they'll be all around where the performances are. And I must mention, um, it's a gold coin donation for um, Chinese New Year um, starting from 7 p.m. So if you haven't been to the garden or if you, especially if you haven't um, seen the garden at night, it's a must do because the garden is simply stunning. Just for a gold coin. And yeah. it is a, such a magical space, transformed particularly for the evening. And of course, uh, what, fireworks display? About 10 or yes, thereabouts? Yes, fireworks, um, they're at 10. So they're yep. kind of the big, the big finish of the night. So bring the kids into town, bring the whole family, bring your friends, um, make an arrangement to catch up with people and uh, plenty of room out there <clears throat> outside the Chinese garden and, and possibly not in the garden at times. It gets it quite w- busy. It will be busy, <laughs> but there are lots of places to mingle around yeah. the courtyard. And yeah. Jeff, I've got um, a special mention um, this year for the, we've got joining us in the performances, um, the Yunnan Acrobatic Troupe. Now these, you may not have heard of them, but they're um, especially going to be performing for us and they do singing, dancing, acrobatics, you name it, and they are internationally acclaimed. They've performed in over 40 different countries. Um, so we're in for a real treat and it's a, it's really a privilege that they're coming to perform for us. So I think people should be um, looking out for them in amongst the, amongst the other performers. It's going to be fantastic. So just a reminder of when the um, the dragon leaves the Octagon. Uh, 6.45 p.m. Okay. And yeah, six forty-five or seven. I can't quite actually remember, right, but around around that, around make that time. Make sure you've got yourself a park and got yourself into town, and plenty of time for that. You don't want to miss the arrival of the dragon. No, and stick around all night, and uh, and then you'll have a fabulous time. Uh, it does. Um, I do wonder at this time of year. We see a lot of uh, Chinese visitors to the city at the moment. Are they particularly excited about? Uh, about the Chinese New Year in terms of how Dunedin celebrates it. Have you noticed that uh, that there's been um, an interest in that from visitors to the city? Uh, certainly, especially the um, Chinese community in Dunedin. Um, they've, our Chinese seniors have been coming together and practising each weekend for their, they'll be doing performances. And um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Lots of the local Chinese people. And I'm not, and we do definitely do get Chinese visitors as well, especially the ones that um, will be maybe just popping into the end for the day and then can spend it, spend it celebrating at the gardens. Well, as we've discovered, Chinese New Year celebration is something for us all to get into and enjoy. Hey, Kate, uh, thank you for joining us and all the very best for uh, the upcoming celebrations. And just a reminder, there's all of these events on uh, this coming Monday, public holiday day as well, so everyone yes. will be in a celebratory mood. Uh, and then the Lantern Festival events on the 20th of February. Uh, Kate Waterman from our wonderful Dunedin Chinese Garden, thank you so much. Thank you, Jeff.
This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.